Okay. You're listening to Girls Gone Wad. This is Joy. And this is Claire. This is episode 207. This week on the show, we have Sheree Chan. She's back. What episode was she on, Claire? You said it in the episode, but I forgot. It was like 180 something. It was a while ago. I think it was for maybe even... We need, we need to go back. We we didn't do our research. She was on with Nicole um, from Roots, CrossFit Roots. So Nicole Christensen. 96. Yeah, it was oh a while ago. Oh my gosh, back when I was that pregnant. is crazy. Mm-hmm. Feels like just yesterday. That's when we traveled to Boulder to Roots and yeah. we interviewed the both of them together. So that was a great episode too. But this time Sheree came over to my house and we sat on the front porch and recorded for like an hour and a half. And just so you guys know, there was a point where the recorder stopped recording and i didn't realize it to like 10 minutes in so it's gonna cut a little bit out and pick up right where we kind of left off so just a heads up there but we had a blast and if you don't know who sheree chan is she is crossfit seminar staff she has been in the crossfit community she's been with crossfit hq forever and ever and ever and she does the announcing for um the a lot of the games recaps and um regionals and former owner of crossfit verve she's just yeah she's been her been husband the CrossFit world forever and yeah her husband is matt chan and he is a crossfit games athlete and so we just wanted to catch up with her because we love her very much and we had a great conversation that went a million different directions so we hope you guys enjoy enjoy the episode Is there, is there something you guys actually wanted to talk to me about, or is it just chewing shit? I'm kind of chewing the shit, but then also over kind of one topic. What surprise! I no, I'm kidding. I was like, I know there's something that she posted on Instagram that I want to talk yeah. to her about, which is the, the lifestyle design posts that you talk, that you made. Yeah. Cool. And so I, so we can just dive in. Yeah. So that's a big topic. I know. It really is huge, but it's really fun all topic, night. Actually, yeah. I enjoy that topic. Yeah. So. You have a lot of stuff going on in your life right now. Yes, but does that ever change? Because I'd no, say that's the same for you sure. and yeah. your listeners. Isn't that funny? We're like, mm-hmm. you have so much going on. But it's like, yeah, we, I mean, we're always evolving that way. But so rather than dive into like the day-to-day of what you have going on, mm-hmm. take a step back. And I want to talk to you about this post you made earlier in the year. And I'm sure, you know, you can continue to talk about it, which is the topic of lifestyle design. And I'm curious what that, what does that mean? And what has it meant for you this year? My entire life, I have been reactive. I think you, just from my lifestyle, my background, the need to, you know, I didn't come from having the things that you need on a daily basis. So there was always this urge to, if I don't work really hard, well, I may not have a roof or I may not have food or whatever it is. Like that's been a long time in my past, but regardless, like the things that you learn when you're long, young, stay with you. Yes. And so that mindset going into life has always been reactionary. Like I have to work really, really hard because someday I may not have what I need to survive. And so think about that. Like I'm 41 now. Now all of those years going through life that way, you're not really necessarily making conscious decisions as to how you want your life to be, the things that you want in it, how you want to spend your time. Is it even necessary to make a certain quantity of money? Do you even care? These things that you just don't think about. And so over the last six six months to about a year, um, and, and 
and I've thought about it a lot over a lot of years, but I say I've been more proactive about it mm -hmm. over the last six months. It's been like, okay, wait a minute, let me take a pause because I don't want for things right now because I don't really generally want things anyways. So they're just, I'm just not a, a huge person that's like, I need that shirt or right. I need that fancy yeah. car or I need a bigger house or like those things just aren't in me. Like, what am I doing? Like, Which is interesting because I think that most of our listeners and most people in kind of this world that we're in would look at you and say like, wow, Shree has been so successful in CrossFit. You've been so successful as a, you know, um, seminar staff like this must have been something that you really set out to do con con you know consciously like I think that's something that we all think about when we see people who we feel like are successful in their field that like they probably woke up one morning and were like this is my goal I'm gonna go for it no <laughs> never <laughs> No, I was actually uh, a tech at uh, Children's Hospital mm -hmm. going to nursing school when we opened our CrossFit affiliate in 2008. Um, and it was just one of those things where it was like, it was a passion and I had never really allowed myself that in a job before. And then eventually it just turned into what it is and how it is and we were in the right places at the right time. So there was really never any underlying goal of this is the career I want. It was always just a matter of, well, today I need to do the very best that I can possibly do. And if you think that every day, eventually you're like, well, look at shit, how'd I end up here? <laughs> Well, that's how you wake <laughs> up and you're awesome. like, I'm going to just yeah. do the best I possibly can for whatever it is. So then you you decided to kind of slow down, take a look around. And how has that changed? Yeah, um, it's changed tremendously in what it is that the next, I think, two years will look like for my husband and I. So he made the decision to go back to firefighting. That was a big one. Mm -hmm. And that was part of this whole process. Of, okay. It started with a financial decision because I think, I don't know, maybe that's how I'm wired. Like I worry about money a lot. And like, where's it going to come from? Yeah. yeah. And like at the end of the day, that stuff still is important. Like yeah, you want to, yeah. you want to, you know, yeah. do the things you're passionate about, but like you still need to pay rent and eat food. Yeah. And that's always going to be right. at the back of your mind. Right. Mm -hmm. And so it came from that thought was, okay, we've been working really hard and you know, we don't really want for things. I mean, we're not wealthy by any means, but we don't, that's never been a goal. So, you know, we don't really look at what the grocery store bill is. And I, th I always look at that as being a sign of success. I do too. If I can I, buy whatever I'm, I want yeah, in the grocery store, I do too. then that's that, all I need. It's that's good like, to go. We talked about this a little <laughs> bit with Emily Abbott about fitness, but it kind of goes back to the, the conversation we were having with her where she was saying like with the open, she doesn't leaderboard. And we were like, yeah. if you have to leaderboard, you're not there yet. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of like, if you have to, you know, if you know, I'm not saying like, if you have to read your grocery list, but that comment spot, uh, stemmed from having a conversation with somebody who was talking about private jets. They're like, if you have to ask how much it's going to cost, then you're not there yet. Right. It's like kind of the same thing. Right. Totally. <laughs> At a slightly smaller level than a private jet. But on the same set, I always still worry about it. So it's like right. we're still wired the way we're wired. Right. But I, it's a stupid thing for me to worry about at this point. Like, mm -hmm. if you would like the extra dollar on your salad dressing because you like that brand better, please, by all means, Matt, buy it. Right. <laughs> right. So it's it's kind of silly. Yeah. Um, and so we were really, it came from the stem of we, we met because we both decided to take a pause of life and go to, into a ski resort and just be bums for a while. We met in that space, that headspace. And we fell in love that way. That's like who we were. We were like snowboarding together. We were mountain biking together. We were doing all these things. We were climbing. We were climbing partners. And then just that pause stopped and real life started to happen. And that was that was over a decade ago now. And we look around like we aren't those people anymore. Yeah. And what is important to us and how do we prioritize and in, in, in whatever, however we answer this question, well, now it's time to map out how to get to who we want to be instead of just <laughs> going along with the flow. Yeah. And so that's where it came from. It came from, I want to get off the wheel because the wheel has served me, but it can serve me better mm -hmm. because I can make better choices. Yeah. And then what does that look like? And so we decided that this 
never-ending run for financial freedom was unfounded because we didn't really understand what that meant to begin with. And so we tried to identify what that truly meant for ourselves, and that took us on a whole nother path, which is what we've been on in the last probably six months to almost a year now. And so you recently left your home in Boulder Canyon. And that was the beginning of it. Yep. Okay. We did. And you are now located in Denver? We close on Monday on our new house. I know. Um, But we sold the house because it was a financial decision. Like, Boulder is a great place. I love Boulder. Like, there was nothing like we were like, oh, hate Boulder. Gotta get out of Boulder. I don't know if anybody's ever said that, right? I don't think anyone ever has. Never. But I was thinking, like, we don't need this big of a house. Like, does it make us happy? Yeah. We don't need this big of a mortgage. Does it make us happy? Mm -hmm. And the answer to both of us was no. Like, that doesn't make us happy. And how can we make that change? So we decided to put the house on the market. And lo and behold, like, the Boulder house housing market's amazing. Turns out so. everyone wants to live there. <laughs> so we ended up, you know, that was a great financial decision for us to mm-hmm. sell and it allowed us to decrease our, our mortgage by um, over 40%. Wow. That's and amazing. To, to be into a home that we close, that we still, it's a home that we're like, love this place, mm-hmm. like couldn't be happier. doesn't have the land and that it is really the only difference. Right. right. So that was the start. Let's change yeah. what we're spending our monthly income on mm-hmm. and how we're spending it so that we can have what's really valuable, which is time. Mm-hmm. I can relate to this whole story so much. Okay. <laughs> I met when I met Brandon. We were both raft guides in Moab. He didn't even own a mattress. I've told this story on the podcast before. <laughs> he slept in a pile of clothes. I called mm-hmm. it his nest. Mm-hmm. The only thing in his room that was organized was his climbing gear, which was hung meticulously in his closet, which he did not use for clothes because his clothes were his bed. And it definitely, you know, we've progressed from being in that space of like lifty ski patrol, lifty ski patrol, just like doing exactly what you want and not caring about anything else. And then you can't live there forever. It's exhausting. It gets really exhausting. It's mm-hmm. It seems very romantic, but it's very exhausting. And it is romantic. It is. Yeah. But but exhausting. Right. Yeah. Like all good romances, it yep. fizzles out after a little while. Cockroaches get old. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, like, like, but we're living in the wild. Having to look yeah. at, right, having to like shake your boots out for, scorp- your, for scorpions every morning. It's like not, not a way to live your life. Yeah. But, um, you know, we very much are in the, you know, he brings in nursing school. We're very much like, I think at the beginning of where you guys were. And, but we still have these conversations. Like one of the reasons that we live in a mother-in-law apartment right now, apart from literally not being able to <laughs> qualify for a mortgage is because the conversation was like, well, we could spend the same amount and live in like a three bedroom kind of big box apartment. But do we want to challenge ourselves to say like, could we live in 800 square feet? Mm-hmm. Like, what would it look like if we put our money where our mouth is and, and actually, you know, like we've always said our house isn't important to us. Could we really live that way? Turns out 800 square feet might be a little small. Just a tad. But, oh, here come the sprinklers. Sprinklers are coming on. <laughs> By the way, if you guys We're haven't in the noticed, yeah. we are in the wilderness. <laughs> the wilderness of sprinklers. Yeah. You got to water the wilderness. It's <laughs> <laughs> very important. Um, but I, I just definitely can relate to that. And I think it's interesting. Like I said, like, I think people will, will look at your, would look at your life and your career from the outside and say like, wow, they really have been so, so successful they must have had such a specific drive not at all yeah the only drive is caring and wanting and like you guys know because you've been doing this how many episodes now you just want to do your best to whatever's in front of you whether that's being a raft guide or whether that is working for seminar staff like whatever it is you're just it's in your blood to just do the best you can and when you do that it doesn't really matter what you're doing you end up on top or and i wouldn't say that we're on top but you know what i mean you end up doing well at it and you feel fulfilled and exactly so do you feel like kind of 
shifting this focus is giving you more of a goal oriented mindset or do you feel like you're still in that realm of like I'm still just doing the best I can every day I'm just kind of pointed in a different direction way more goal oriented than I've ever been in my life yeah can you like verbalize a little bit more what that goal or that feeling or that like have your passion shifted I feel like because no we're (laughs) no really (laughs) I just am, am more in tune with how I spend my time towards them okay so talk about that like what is the difference between what you were doing and what you're wanting to do I think the difference is the percentage of time spent because you have more than one passion Mm -hmm. right you have more than one bucket in your life and if you only ever spend time in one passion one bucket then just like you said what happens to it you kill it Mm -hmm. and you don't want to kill it you want to kill your passions yeah and so by owning a gym and working there full-time and working at seminar stuff and doing those full-time that was my passions getting people moving like making them healthy like I want to see you be able to squat in three years when you couldn't you know barely sit down before well you kill it when you do that yeah right and so pulling yourself away a little bit actually rejuvenates the passion and so I'd say no the passion is stronger now that I've recognized that and allowed myself to recognize it and pull away from doing so much. And the first step of that was when we sold the gym and ended up in a hundred square foot airstream because the pendulum has to swing the other way. And that's what that was. Yeah. going on the road (laughs) yeah like oh well we're gonna we're gonna work every day all day long oh wait we can't do that let's not work at all and go live in an airstream like where's the moderation i have no idea i think that's a good visual though because if you think about like literally like pulling back a pendulum letting it go like it swings back all the other side but eventually it does kind of come back into the middle and like you do hopefully eventually find a middle ground exactly it's just a lot of back and forth and back and forth until you get there yep kind of figuring out that balance so what's on tap like what are your specific plans what's your goal yeah that's a tough question yeah um I still love what I do a lot and you're still on seminar stuff absolutely yeah Yeah, I actually leave uh, tomorrow morning for Chicago fun yeah um and that connection that you meet with people all over the world is is just I don't know if that could be replicated and what some of my future like goals or dreams are because that that piece of it like meeting people from all over Mm -hmm. the world that has changed who I am as a human being like nothing else ever could Meeting all the people doing the seminars. Yeah. yeah. Just by having so many different people in your sphere. Like, yeah. And just being open to allowing them all to be different learning from them as opposed to, I have this information for you and here it is, but it's right, like, no, I really want to know who you are. Mm-hmm. That's been really life-changing for yeah. me. Is there something that sticks out recently? No. Or over the time? No, it's just sort of a culmination. And I think yeah. that just more comes from a conversation I was having with my sister-in-law the other day where we were talking about the same thing. What's your what's your future goals? And I'm like, well, currently I'm just trying to figure out this financial thing. Um, but... But the goal is to have these buckets of my life that are, you know, personal, professional, financial, uh, health and well-being and to allow them to be balanced. That's the true goal. Mm. It isn't necessarily to be able to, like, achieve one thing where I get the gold medal. Right. It's like, no, I... I've spent too much time either focusing on one and then ignoring everything else. And it's time to like balance all of that out. And then once I can figure that out, allow myself to help other people figure that out. Because with all of my private clients that I have, that is the biggest thing they struggle with. Mm. And that's been the decade I've been coaching people. If I was to pull one thing away, they can all figure out how to get into the gym and squat and go to, you know, and I can very easily guide them into a CrossFit affiliate. Yeah. But how do I find the time to do it? And how do I figure out how to eat? And how do I balance my life? And this whole thing that I'm trying to figure out is exactly this the thing that they struggle with the most on sometimes a very simple level mm-hmm. like getting vegetables in mm-hmm. you know so I think that's the goal that's the ultimate goal is like share that is like uh, diversifying our passions it's interesting you say that because I feel like just my thoughts growing up and pursuing a career I always thought it was just like this linear path that's just kind of how like I was raised that's how I, we like, think yeah like you got you think it's like high school college career 
family And it's still ingrained a little bit. It's Absolutely. still ingrained a little bit because yeah. I'll still have like that. And you have had, I think, relatively a pretty linear path. Yeah. But there's always the, I've always had like side hustles yeah. and side, side hustles. projects. I love it. And there's a part of me, it's like, well, why do I do that? I think because it fuels you. It feel, yeah. And I don't know if, if I did the side hustles full time, if that would fulfill me. You know, yeah. it's like it's there because it does kind of provide an outlet and it diversifies all your little right, parts. You'd have to end, if that became your main hustle, you'd have to have another yeah. side hustle. Yeah. It's your creative outlet. Yeah. It's the thing that you're doing for you. Right. Mm-hmm. And you do need that. Absolutely. Like, well, people, people are always like, they. I think we idealize like, oh, wouldn't it be nice to just live in gym clothes all day and just like no. you know, live in CrossFit no. land all day? I like looking pretty. Right? Go figure. <laughs> yeah. I lived in gym clothes and it wasn't as much fun as I thought it was going to be. Yeah. Well, it's right. Whereas like I get up every morning, I have to like curl my hair to go to work. And I'm like, oh, if I could just put on spandex, this would be yeah. better. And it's like, but you feel that way because you're overstressed and overworked. You don't feel that way because you don't like putting, putting on, on other right, things. Curling my hair. Right. Yeah. It's that I have to, I only have 10 minutes to curl my hair. Exactly. Yeah. It's that your time is stretched too far. Yeah, yes. exactly. That's mm-hmm. exactly what it is. Yeah. yeah. Right. There's... If I had all day to curl my hair, I would love doing it. <laughs> and just right? go to work at like noon. Yeah. So yeah, I've been reading a Oh my gosh, a lot of books. And I say read lightly because I l- really listen to them. I'm slightly illiterate. Joy. Not really illiterate, but I, I think I am because yeah. I just listen to books, right? I do too. That's so Joy. And she's always like, Scott always gets on her. He's like, you're not really reading them. You're listening to them. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. true. Like, I have to clarify. I'm, I'm absorbing them. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I am absorbing the knowledge mm-hmm. that is put to me yeah. via audio. Yes, thank you. <laughs> yeah. The wonder of technology. I understand. But it's still called a book. Yeah. yeah. So. <laughs> Take that, Gina. Yeah. Yes. My favorite thing is that, um, can I share about your... Yeah. Oh, Joy yeah, yeah, has yeah. a hearing aid and, and it has, has Bluetooth on it. So she'll sit at her desk and just like have it going in her hearing aid. Oh, that's Like awesome. all day long. I hope no one from work is <laughs> But I, I can that's listen awesome. to any music because you have this podcast because like, well, I have like a tiny aid. little, my hearing aid is like, you can't even see it. I love that it's Bluetooth. I love that somebody <laughs> thought about like, really you know what we funny. should do? We should As make this hearing Bluetooth. aid yeah. Bluetooth. Not, yeah. And I can like turn up the volume and <laughs> like I, if I make, I'm in a staff meeting. I think I'm more productive when there's some white noise in my background. Yeah. I'm the same. Anyway, what if books it's are silent, you? I'm like, yeah. I, someone strike thing. me down. Right? <laughs> <laughs> the thoughts are taking over. Yeah, please. Because we don't want to be left alone with this mind. <laughs> no. I don't need to know what's in there. <laughs> I don't need to know what is going on deep inside my soul. Not today, meditation. maybe I'm tomorrow. Like, it's, it's under layers for a reason. Yeah, yeah. right. It's like a zombie that's like, yeah. under the ground. Just oh, needs totally. to stay there. Yeah, it's totally. like the Jumanji game. Don't yeah. unearth it. Uh-uh. No. No. <laughs> So what I was reading yes. <laughs> was take some time to think, like in your schedule on your day when you're writing out your schedule, schedule some time once a week to think. And I was like, think? <laughs> what? Am I not always thinking? Yeah. Who has time for that shit? <laughs> yes. <laughs> we just react in my world. Yeah. Um, and I, I really kind of pondered that a lot. And I haven't done it, so I'm not going to say what I'm, book I'm that? perfect at that. That's a great question. <laughs> um, I just drink them so much that I don't really that's can't fair. really reference them anymore yeah mm-hmm. you know but it's I, usually I some sort of self-help yeah. some sort that of sounds like a startup business type yeah. book yeah because I'm I don't know I just I love them I'm insatiable for like business startup books yeah I don't know why yeah but it was one of those it's yeah. like me and biographies I cannot get enough about other people's lives I need to get into biographies because I've heard that they're amazing but then what do I do I pull the trigger on another startup business book it's I'm crazy. the same way it's, it's so like weird. this is why Joy's a therapist and you're a business owner exactly I just want to hack Ta-da. into lives 
lives and you just I mean it's like I would like to read some other books and I just listen to Harry but, Potter over and yeah. over and over I love it your fantasy yeah, yeah. exactly I love it mm-hmm. you're like take me away yeah. like, just, <laughs> I just want Jim Dale all day hmm. anyway so you were you were listening about taking time to think yeah think. yeah and it just scheduling it actually got me along this whole line of well why would you do that mm-hmm. and I was like well this is clearly a very successful human being I should probably listen <laughs> yeah. on a way grander scale of success than I've ever even conceptualized for yeah. myself yeah so I was like well I don't have time for that is the first thing you think and then the second thing you think is I don't have time for myself mm-hmm. and then you're like okay there's a problem here I need to start recreating what it is that I do on a daily basis and no longer like I'm too old to survive anymore yeah yeah I'm over it like yeah it was really great in my 20s and 30s like, like like just going from like one lily pad to the next done yeah Yeah. I need to start like consciously choosing the things that I do yeah yeah and oddly enough like Matt and I have spent a lot more time outside and I've been able to make more food and I'm still doing the same amount of work Mm -hmm. hey how weird is that what is that yeah conscious choice I feel like um in my 30s because I'm turning 40 this year there was like a welcome thank you I'm really excited Um, oh you're jacked for 40 I am jacked for 40 yeah (laughs) just just throwing that out there on the radio land in case you can't see her in case you can't hear Joy's muscles that's right they're still as big as ever that's right sleigh ride to 40 they have a microphone of their own (laughs) (laughs) they're their own podcast yeah we can just hear them growing yeah Hi guys. No. That's what I'm excited for in my 30s to get shoulders like Joy. Is that what happens? I'm 29. You earn. So. You have to earn them. They don't just. We have you. all age. The generations. We do. Here. We 20s, do. 30s, 40s. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. All I'm, that exists. This is, there are no other generations <laughs> that exist. Only important ones. It's only the important ones right I'm here. Super excited to be in my 20s. Welcome to the Generation Podcast. The only generations yeah. <laughs> you need to know. Somebody who's listening is like 50s and be like, "What the hell, guys? 50s is the best." Yeah. Right. Which I brought. I believe you. Yeah. According to my mother-in-law, 70s are the best. Yeah. Yeah, that yeah. would be the best. Oh, I love the ages where you just stop giving an F. Yeah, like just that's the age I want to be. The beginning of that is your forties. It really is. Uh, really, it really is. I'm I'm almost there. Well, and it's you're still, almost forty. You're yeah. like you're you're like kind of like playing with it a little bit. Yeah, and I'm you're like, almost there. You're like I could die tomorrow, and I yeah. mean that's a ridiculous thought. Yeah, it's it's not gonna happen. Right, but you still think it. Yeah. And so and you're, you're like, just like, well, what do I want to do then? Like, well, <laughs> I think that all the time. And then I'm like, if I die tomorrow, like, why would I care about this shit? Right. I mean, everyone can probably think that. But I think like at, going back to what my, my original point was like, I feel like in my 30s, I was constantly chasing something. Mm-hmm. And I never knew what it was. Yep. I could never pinpoint it. I can. I was always like, it was an unsatisfied itch that I like wish I could pinpoint, and I could not for the life of me find it. And it has completely like withered away over the past two years, I'd say. And we've talked about this before, where I kind of mis I mistook it for lack of goals because mm-hmm. I was like, I don't have a goal. I don't have a goal. I don't have a drive. And I would do like crazy shit like that, like when I ran a marathon without training, because I was like, I just need to do something crazy. Isn't that how like, you do marathons? Is yeah. there another way? <laughs> no. Okay. Groupon. Just, just curious. Groupon is what. <laughs> happened i just you don't run them is how i run yeah, yeah. i just stay home right i didn't realize people trained for those things <laughs> unimportant unimportant yeah. you never well we don't happened. typically use that thing i know okay so um so as far as the 30s and then into the 40s can you please restate that beautiful thing that we lost because joy didn't check the recorder <laughs> 
Let's see. In your 30s, you are trying to find your potential. You're trying to achieve. Like, where, where are my limits? Where can I go? I haven't reached it yet, so I got to go get it. And yeah. so that's the urgency of like, I got to I gotta find, achieve. But in your 40s, you aren't as concerned with achieving. You're a lot more concerned with your purpose. Yes. Like, you need an actual, like, soulful purpose. Yes. And if you hadn't filled that through the achieving piece, you're looking for that in well, your 40s. And it's also interesting, I feel like, that in your 30s, you think that the achieving is going to be, like, satisfying. And it's not. It's so weird that it's not. It's empty. Because it's not about your purpose. No. But if it was about your purpose, and some people, I'm sure it is out there, right. that are listening to this, and like, I did. And you're like, well, good for you. You're like 1%. Does it feel kind of selfish <laughs> to you? Sorry. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> The rest of us are over here suffering. Yeah, the rest of us, they, they're separated, okay? Good for you. Yeah. Good for you. Go, go on with your great song. Yeah. <laughs> but go start I, a lifestyle blog. Yeah. <laughs> go start a lifestyle blog. <laughs> Vlog. Vlog is the yeah. cool thing these days, right? Podcasting. That's it. Podcast is super cool. I listen really to at right least now. four or five a week. Yeah. See? Yeah. Four or five a day over here. I, I love them. And your Bluetooth ear. My ear. <laughs> my ear hearing aid. I love them. Um, I think I'm like the only person who doesn't listen to podcasts ever, which is You call your ironic. mom in your car. That's what you do. I do. I call, I call yeah. my mom. I talk it to my mom. Is a, yeah. It is a commuting activity. Yeah. yeah. I, yeah. My, my mom is my podcast. Hi, mom. Hi, mom. Is she calling? Oh, she's calling me now. That's, That's funny. Right. Hi, mom. We, we won't answer. She's got beautiful hair. She does she have beautiful hair. She has great hair. Silver. It's gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So do you feel like the... Um, sorry, it's like vibrating on oh. the table. Um, <laughs> I feel like in a way, looking back, like I was selfish and... There's no way around that. Like, there's no way around being like, me, 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 me. I want to establish myself as this, like, independent woman that can accomplish all these things. And now I'm kind of like, I want to, I'm kind of in that same mindset of, like, how can I, every day I wake up and I think, how can I serve others and who can I help today? And, like, trying to put the energy outward. My thought process with absolutely, you know, no background on this whatsoever is it's society driven. It's our, it's our culture, you know, because people in these age groups and different cultures don't have these same feelings at these same times you know if you go to over to Asian cultures and things you're going to find a way different a more of a serving mindset a lot quicker in life mm-hmm. and so I don't know like I think that we are trained in our school system to achieve and that that's the goal is to achieve and if we keep achieving then eventually we'll achieve the ultimate which is this carrot of success mm-hmm. so I do think it's in the way we raise our children and in the, in the society of which we the things that we honor as a society yeah and that's why we do that yeah. In my humble opinion, I have no well, basis I th- for that. I think you can. I, I think that's totally valid, and I think it kind of goes back to like if you really want to take a big step back, it's like the whole kind of American dream, you know, thought process, and like the American rhetoric of like it's up to you to be the best, you know, like to achieve everything you can achieve, and like everybody is is kind of every man for themselves. And I think that like every man for themselves, you know, I, even just like traveling, I've all every time I go to a different culture, I've always been amazed instantly of like wow, people care about other things than like their money it's like you go to another culture things oh my god it's but like you don't you take for granted that like that's just what everybody's seeking is that success success. and then you go to another culture that has like a siesta and you're like wait a minute like the underlying tenet of of like a siesta culture is that time isn't money Mm -hmm. like time is a value in and of itself time is who you are it makes up what you what and who you are and you don't want to make up the entirety of yourself having to do with something monetary and you know what we were talking about earlier about the pendulum swinging as far as yeah so it's kind of like I feel like 
like society, our society, I'm hoping is swinging the other way. Cause I think for a while it was very much like, <laughs> I would always tell Claire, I hated the memes and the quotes on Instagram or wherever that was like, hustle hard today. And I was yeah, just right. like, no, like you're I just, don't maybe hustle your hard. hustle hard is meditating. Right. Yeah. Like you might have your own you definition of yeah. swing hard. Super long shower. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, cold it, one. Cold exposure is the new thing. You yeah. Try yeah. What's that yeah. guy's name? Wim Hof. Oh, he's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Do we're you know who this, we're talking about? Kind of. We actually we actually saw him at a seminar, Matt and really? I Really? Yeah, he taught us well, he taught a lot of people at the seminar, not just us. You're breathing. I'd like to I'd like to say it was a, <laughs> it was a private seminar. Private session, like, but it was not. Tree. Yes. Immerse yourself in this. I would like you to take a deep breath. <laughs> <laughs> Look into my icy blue eyes. <laughs> yeah, right. It's that book I was reading on the from Costa Rica, that one about like um the where you like the guy who lives in like Norway and he puts Finland. himself Finland mm. Nordic <laughs> He's a Nordic creature. Yeah. Yes. And it's all about like reprogramming your autonomous nervous system oh, based on cold exposure okay. because he feels like our autonomous nervous systems don't get enough stimulation and therefore they overcompensate and cause like autoimmune problems and that type of thing. And, and Interesting. that like we, we live within such like a small bubble now with climate control in terms of like air conditioning and heating and clothes and all that stuff that our bodies don't have to self-regulate to the extent that they evolutionarily speaking very recently did. Yeah. And so we like, there's like pent up kind of nervous system energy that doesn't know where to go. And like, that's causing a lot of our inflammatory and other illnesses. He's super fascinating. And his whole story is super fascinating. And we, and and I want to put like a pin in that for a second, because I, I I don't want to escape the concept of like our culture, because even though I do think it is the American dream, like I don't think that's bad. And so I, what the air that I don't want going out there is that, the achieving or the reaching or the, the right. all for self is a bad thing because I wouldn't right. want to be. That's one thing I've truly learned about traveling, which I love traveling. I love meeting new people, but I'm always happy to come home mm-hmm. because we have the freedom to do either and all. Amen. And so the things that I have done in my life are because of the culture that we have. Yeah. And so, it's yes, really it, it, whenever you look at your path being the wrong way, I think I look at it as, oh, wait, I need a course correction. And maybe the way that I, I learn and teach and, and be a part of relationships needs a course correction, not yeah. necessarily the freedoms that we have to be able to do what we want. And we don't always, have, I think that's a really good reminder for me to not jump to the worst case scenarios because we're constantly kind of taking feedback from the news or whatever, social media. That's like, that's not reality. So it's not right. all bad. Right. And that's a good reminder. And as a matter of fact, it's all good. Mm-hmm. And when you look around the world, there's a lot of really good things it's just not mm-hmm. doesn't make money to talk about all the really great things that are going on yeah right so yeah. so it really isn't all bad at all there's, yeah. really, there's a ton of really amazing things going on out there um, and so what do we feed our minds with? Do we feed our minds with the things that are going wrong or are we feeding our minds with the things that are going right and how mm-hmm. we can contribute to those? And that's that's truly how we end up continuing to find our purpose. Now, back to Wim Hof. Yeah. <laughs> now, sing right <laughs> back to that. Take no, that right pin. off of that note. Take that pin off. <laughs> Take it right back out. Okay. Let's let that, that whole leak. He's an amazing and fascinating individual. Yeah. And that's one thing that uh, my husband and I have both added into our routines cold bath? this year. I haven't, the cold exposure, I have not been able to jump into. It has been the breathing. However, it is on my tick list for the year to introduce slowly but surely the cold exposure over time. I hear it only takes four, four days. However, I really like warm water. That's fair. So these two forces are opposing each other. <laughs> 
What you about that just, cryo crap? No, you know what you that, need oh, to do? Oh, it's amazing. I love it. Yeah. Really? It's so, so you can good. do cryo, but is it, do, you, do you not feel cold <clears throat> in cryo? Oh, you feel cold. So then what's the difference between that and cold water? Because you're like stepping into the shower for like loveliness, right? Like when you're in the shower, like do you do the same thing that I do? Like you kind of enjoy washing your hair and yeah. you love the warm water on There's your yes. body and it's just this it feels good. wonderful like, day, like part of your day. I live well, now let me just turn it on to fucking freezing. Like you're not expecting it. It's awful. But those can be two separate experiences. It's not like you're getting in the cold shower to wash your hair well if you do it on like a routine basis you're going to do it at the end of your shower in the morning yeah, yeah morning. and then you just leave you not feeling get, warm I know, you can't, can't. but according to the people that do it after that they say it's the best thing ever they just I've have to get so past the people. four days I, four okay. days I wonder if you can it be separate though or does it have to be a part of your shower it could be whatever you want it to be because I feel like it would be not going to not affect your nervous system just because it's <laughs> noon instead of nine <laughs> Nice. You hear Damn that? It, it didn't work. It was at noon. <laughs> I'd already eaten breakfast. <laughs> I broke the seal. I. <laughs> what if you like at found a window. creek and you went and sat in the creek? That could sure. be cool. Absolutely. I just feel like you know it doesn't have to be a cold about, shower. That's just accessible. Yeah. I, I, like I, I would actually truly yeah. love a cold plunge. I think that's the way yeah. I think I could do it on a regular basis. So just build me a little cold plunge. I'll just jump in. Yeah, that can't yeah. be that hard. Just get like yeah. a big tub. Yeah, like, that can't be hard. No. <laughs> Just get like Those a really are some big famous last words. <laughs> well, you know, like a really big like a podcast. A really... That can't be hard. Four <laughs> years later. Here we are. Just get like a big Rubbermaid. We're, we're barely And fill it up with a hose. I'm not jumping in a Rubbermaid. This has got to be oh, something I that accommodates the length like, and girth of my body. Yeah. Right. <laughs> rubber. I'd use the word girth way more. <laughs> right. I'm not jump- That's going to be the quote of the podcast. <laughs> I'm not jumping in a Rubbermaid. That's right. I'm not. I mean, I'm not. It's, I'm not a dog. Okay. Like, yeah. I get that that seems super economical <laughs> and easy. However. That's what I'm going for. I do need some things that make me feel good about this cold plunge. <laughs> <laughs> you could get here's if I what, could jump in and it yeah. would cover my head. I see what you're saying. This is what I need. Okay, so you need like okay. Hmm. Yeah, that is trickier. I'm just a little bitch that way. I mean, it would Good be a lot you're easier. Smallish though. You're, it's not like you're like six feet tall and like 300 pounds. Right. Anyway, that would be a real That'd be a problem. Hmm. However, the the cryo would it essentially does the same thing, right? Like if you look at some of the stuff that Wim Hof has done, like he's hiked Everest in his shorts. That is just insane. That's insane. Yeah, he's, I don't know what else to say about that. But. So like it doesn't have to be your that's morning not shower. The goal yeah. necessarily, right? Hiking Everest in your shorts. For me, God no. That's I mean, unpleasant. Like the general human goal. Yeah. Just <laughs> That she, whole experience. I she don't ran know. a marathon, though. She's, yeah. yeah. Was, I, I'll do things without training, but my goodness, let's right. not be crazy. <laughs> right. There you got to draw totally. the line. Well, now we're talking about ethical issues because I wouldn't climb Everest anyways. But I agree. That's yeah. a whole nother topic. Sure. That's yes. fair. Sure. Now, granted, he just did it in shorts without an oxygen tank, so I'm all for him doing it. You go, Wim Hof. Oh, that's right. He's got a cool God. name. Yeah. Well, you know, people from other countries do get interesting names. They yeah. do get really cool names. Yeah. When yeah. we were trying to name Miles, we were like, why don't we live in like... Miles is a great name, by the way. It, I really like it, but I think it would have been cool to like name him Rasmus or something like that. That guy's got the coolest name. That's a great name. Yeah, yeah. Rasmus is a great name. And a little American child's going to be made fun of like you wouldn't believe. Exactly. Yeah. That's the problem. <laughs> I feel like I've told it. Have I told the Holden story on the podcast? No. We really wanted to name him Holden. We love the name Holden, but my last name is K O C H, and it's pronounced Cook, but a lot of people pronounce it Cock. Holden. Yeah, don't. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Bad. Good for you for thinking of that. I didn't think of it. My older brother did. Because my older brothers call me Mrs. Cock because they can. I was like, I think we're going to name him Holden. My brother looked me square in the face. He was like, You can't do that. I was like, Why not? Oh. This is why you have older brothers. Well, I have a theory. And, you know, we call it a theory because it's clearly not a fact. (laughs) But I have a theory that all people need some sort of, like, torturous things in their life. Yeah. 
Yeah, <laughs> like just something, like right? some sort okay. of adversary, right? So, yeah. yeah, you need adversity. Yeah, you can't give your child like the perfect, and I'm specifically speaking about children. You cannot give your child like the perfect, serene, no childhood, germ-free childhood, and expect that that's actually how it's going to go. Like, yeah. you're going to create some other crazy thing that you never thought was going to come right. up. That's so how you might as well, yeah, you might as well give them a little bit of adversity while they're growing up. Might as well name them Holden Cock. That's that's what I meant. <laughs> so, <laughs> I was trying to get to that, just, but we didn't want to say it. That's yes. right. We can That's say right. It. Okay. So before we cut out a little while ago, mm-hmm. we were talking about your kind of like bigger picture, okay. moving away from a mindset of scarcity into a mindset of abundance and a mindset of giving. And I kind of want to go back to that because I think that I think it was really interesting. And I think it's great that I think it's also very interesting that you're so self-aware around like, you know, what you've kind of come from and what you're you aspire to. And I am just kind of curious, like in your day to day life, how do you see those differences playing out? I think that in very simple ways I see them playing out. So one of my first goals when we finally move into our new home, which I think is going to be a couple months from now, um, is to find and become a part of a farming urban community somewhere. Like just go volunteer and just go meet and be a part of something bigger that I can just give my time to. Mm-hmm. And so that's, I think, one of the most powerful ways. And then when you do those small things in your life and you're conscious of them, like it's kind of like what happened with me working on seminar staff where it's like you do this one little thing because you have this passion, you think it's cool, and then look what the hell it turned into. Mm-hmm. Like a, th- this wonderful job that created all these opportunities for me. And, and I think that that's, that's how it starts. You have this little tiny seed. You're like, okay, let's see what this does for me. Like my passion is food and people eating healthy food. So maybe I should go grow some food with some people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Seems logical. I think so too. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a fan of the mindset of doing things that kind of land you in the vicinity of your passion. So you proximity. Yeah, I it's feel power. like I feel like people get really caught up on the exact, like almost too specific of a goal to where then they don't see the other things that are potentially going to lead them on a better path yep. in front of them because they're like, well, I just want this. And right. what was the f- term you used the other day when we were talking about the zip yeah, code? Yeah, in your zip code. Yeah. I got that. I cannot take credit for that. I was a one of my former mentors said that is if you can take opportunities within the zip code of your passion, you'll eventually find your way. And so it's beautiful. It's like not. And that's always stuck with me because I'm like, well, this is I could do this. And you you never know what's going to come out of it. Right. You just never, never know. But we get caught up on the details and we get caught up on the, you know, the specifics of this is exactly what I want or have this vision. And this is what it needs to look like. Or the people that get caught up on the stupid vision boards where it's like, I mean, no offense, but it's like totally done a vision board. I have. She's making fun of me right now. (laughs) I had like five on my wall before I met Scott. (laughs) That was like about meeting a partner. Um, And look what happened. So you can't just these vision boards. Come on. I had a vision board and zero things came true on it. So I had one. And this is a true story. I I made my husband build a vision board with me. I've done this twice. Yeah. It took a lot to get him to do it both times. (laughs) He doesn't strike me as like a glue stick wielder. No. No. He asked me if he could have an edible before doing it. <laughs> Did you say yes? I was that on his vision board? <laughs> so we go in to do this vision board. This was years ago before CrossFit. Mm-hmm. Actually, it was right as we started getting into CrossFit. Every single thing on that board came true within five years. Every single thing on wow. that board came true in five years. I'm amazed that you could even find like the specific enough stuff. Like, I always right. have a hard time just like I'm like I'm looking through like Shape Magazine. I'm like none of this stuff is my vision. Where do I well, go you, to you find just create the vision, yeah. right? You're like you well this start- is green. Yeah. I want a garden. <laughs> like it's like. Fair yeah. enough. Yeah. That's fair. Um, get too wrapped up in so I made him do another one recently. Yeah. Yeah. What so was we'll on see. the vision board? Can, oh can now you, I feel like share? a total dick that I was like. <laughs> no please like <laughs> are you kidding me? I really honestly don't take myself that seriously. That's good. That's good. <laughs> like, 
come on. I think, <laughs> but I think it is important to be like, okay, this is like the vicinity. This is the area that I want to well, go. But like I think staying, what you just said is perfect. Yeah. Like this is green. It's a yeah. garden. Yeah. Versus me being like, I didn't find the exact picture of what I wanted. Right. Right. Like I wasn't looking for like the right. bra- the actual like species of cauliflower right. that right. I wanted you were to for grow like twelve a of. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's yeah, be, not has like to be 12. my garden will out, have this layout and my right. my raised beds will be this tall and yeah. made out of this type of exactly. wood. Exactly, yeah. exactly. No, yeah. and you know, it was actually spurred because I put a lot of, and I think my husband does too, a lot of energy and effort into our relationship as being the most important thing in our life. And mm-hmm. I, we always have. And my fear as we go through life is, well, I don't want that to go in a different path at any point in time. Mm-hmm. I don't want his goals to be different from my goals. Yeah. And when that happens, like inevitably what happens the, the passion dies and you end up going a different way and it's yeah. nobody's fault the vision boards are really more about that I like for that. me yeah. they're about are we on the same page are mm-hmm. we trying to go to the, that's why I make them do it with me are we trying to go to the same place that way we can do it together and if we aren't well let's figure out some common places we can go so that we can still go separate ways but yet together mm-hmm. so that's that's why I do them it's really more about a relationship how long have you guys been together <laughs> long time um, we will have our 11th anniversary this next month okay 11th I, of married or 11th of knowing 11th other? of married how long have you like been dating um or how long have you known each other we have known each other since 2000 nicely done mm-hmm. yeah now we weren't dating that whole time we were friends for a good three years before we ever started dating yeah and then eventually we ended up dating and here you are building vision are, boards together building vision boards together well i just think about that too of like because my husband and i'll be this is our ninth anniversary this year but we, Yay, congratulations so like 10 11 years together total um and i think what kind of going off the vision board thing is I, I don't think couples do that enough of really kind of saying where are we going together I think the assumption is like you just kind of set it and forget it you kind of like tend to your marriage here and there but that's because people are like babies are throwing pacifiers in their face right. and they're not thinking about their marriage yeah, they're thinking about taking it's care so, of their kids yeah. it's so true but it's yeah. so true and I think that's what I've noticed too of being in a partnership for as long as we have is you oh man it's like you you kind of fight against like trying to make it perfect for so long or trying to live up to whatever expectations expectation you put on this marriage and then you finally at least for me I feel like I finally got to know him as a partner like oh great? this is a partnership and this is what he's bringing to the it was just I don't know when that happened but man mm, like turning 40 know. is really yeah. really enlightening like maybe like eight years in right yeah it took a long time it took like, a it long no, time it ain't no like one fucking year no that whole yeah. like the first two years of marriage is the hardest I'm like uh, yeah it's the hard first, but eight. you still have a lot more hard to yeah, go through like yeah <laughs> There's still a lot of difficult oh, years so ahead. Funny, yeah, it's crazy. So funny. That's but I'll tell you what. It, since we're on the topic of marriage, um, man, has my husband surprised me as being an amazing human being. Yeah, things that like when people see him, they th- see him as this like big burly, like I don't know, muscly guy who lifts weights all the time, who actually doesn't. He'll fucking go biking for five hours and gain muscle. I don't understand it at all. Infuriating. <laughs> it's ridiculous. <laughs> like, he spends all of his time doing endurance. Like I swear to God, that's true. Oh my God. Regardless. <laughs> Unhelpful. <laughs> Unhelpful for the rest of the world trying to gain muscle. <laughs> However. <laughs> Good for you, Matt. Like, that's how they look at him. Like, they look at this big, beefy guy who has all the answers for training or programming or whatever. And, um, like, I think that's how they look at him. I don't know. Maybe they don't. Yeah. Um, but, man, he's so much more about what matters in life yeah. than I think people realize and it's pretty that he's amazed me more in the last couple of years than ever in the previous 15. And as far as like this mindset that you've adopted for yourself, do you feel like he's growing with you on that or is he kind of have oh, his own goals as far as committing to your purpose or really diving into your purpose? Because he's, he's been super active in the CrossFit community and kind of doing that route for the longest time and now he's going back to firefighting so that mm-hmm. does that tie in too of, 
like going yep, back to service. Yeah, and he's got his own like programming that they've had for a couple years now, him and his partner, Eric. Yeah. That they spend a lot of time on that. But believe it or not, him and I both sort of found this, like he has always like forever been trying to calm me down mm-hmm. and be like, let's go do this. Let's go do this. And I'm like, we can't. We need to do this. And he's like, let's go do this. And I'm like, shut your face. We need yeah. to do this. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. like. Be an adult. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. no, we can't do that. We have these responsibilities to take care of. Right. And so I never needed to have him on board. He was always on board. He's always been on board. Mm-hmm. He was just waiting for me to get back on board. Got it. Yeah. I think that's probably more accurate. Yeah. I definitely don't ever lead him anywhere. <laughs> Let's be honest. <laughs> I the man's got a mind of his own. <laughs> yeah. I remember when I was in high school, I was with at my best friend's house with her with her parents who her parents have been married forever. And I remember I was like about to break up with my boyfriend who I'd been with for like six months. And I, I mean, I was like 17 at the time, right? So, or 18. It's and the I was worst like, thing in the world at that point. Well, and I was like, it's not a big deal. Like the fun part's over anyway. And I remember her dad said, what are you talking about? The fun part doesn't even start until you're 10. It's true. And I've always like that stuck with me even at 17 of like, what if that were true? It is. It is uh, Which is yeah. great because I met year seven. <laughs> you got, yeah, that's, that's a hard one. Soon. You know, just get right on a couple more and yeah, you're right more. there. Keep chugging. Keep, keep chugging. Keep chugging. We'll keep, get there. Keep chugging. But that's exactly what it takes is yeah. that mindset. Don't you agree? Mm-hmm. It's like if you have that mindset where you're like, I know it's getting better. Yes. Then it does. Yeah. For the longest time when I was first married, I didn't have a community to talk about this with. And I didn't have friends that I could be like, this is really hard. Like, what's going on? <laughs> Why do I hate him right now? Why do I want to just like, is this normal? Like, I would like go sit in my car and cry. And I'd be like, no one to talk to. And I'd like feel ashamed. And it was like. Because you're supposed to be perfect. Because you're supposed to be perfect. Hashtag soulmates. Hashtag best friends. That's right. Hashtag soulmates. It was ridiculous. And then somehow, somehow, I think it was through CrossFit and through starting this podcast and through like just airing out all the funny things of life. I, it was so healing to be like, I've got to just be honest about this and like have some humor towards it because I love this man and I want to make this work and I you know want to push through and it was like game changer but I, I remember the like first time I texted Joy and was like okay I ha- I'm sorry this is awkward because like before we really knew each other that well and I was like I'm sorry this is awkward but like this just happened and I'm so pissed at you or like I forget even what it was I think it was like there was somebody I think it was like hey I have this coworker, and every time he walks in the room like, I have this huge crush on my coworker. Mm-hmm. like I'm never gonna do you know like right. I'm never gonna, gonna do anything about this like, but he's just like the cutest and like yeah. is this normal and she was like oh yeah that's totally normal Yeah, and she was like <laughs> you know it's like, and like I, we kept and, having conversations like that and then it started to kind of pick Brandon's up my mind and like, be like you what <laughs> <laughs> who was that who was it yeah. but I think like just those little things of being able to check in and be like oh my gosh this just happened and other people will be like I hate it when that happens and you're like okay so it's not just me even if it's like the stupidest things like we always talk about marriage hacks and how it's anything from like when joy gets home from work and scott's been home all day because he works from home and she just like needs a minute so she goes to the bathroom for like 10 minutes like that's her hack sit in the bathroom for 10 minutes because he wants to like like for example yeah prime example today i walk through the door the man just got home from business trip he's so excited to see me he wants to show me his new shoes and he's like the second i walk in the door he's showing me these nikes i'm like i need 10 minutes to put my my stuff away and I'll look at your shoes. And he's like, he's like the puppy that's like yeah. trying to like. Have a no, have a no. So, but that's like yeah. the marriage hack where before I'd come home and I'd be pissed. And I'd be like, I annoyed by told it. you that I need time, you know? And yeah. now it's like, dude, this is our thing. I know you're excited. <laughs> but, <laughs> Give me a but second. But like just that shift yeah. is like. <laughs> 
but it's a mindset it's shift for you in the, in the here's what people think for a long time and tell me if you guys think I'm wrong but we always think it's them yeah. for the always. longest time you spend your energy and your time thinking it's them and then at some point you shift your thought process and it's not like you ever don't think it's you mm-hmm. but the majority I, of the time you think it's them I am Let's big, just time, be I am big time and it's them yeah. phase right now Yeah, there's a yeah. point at which you start realizing where you're like wait a minute it's me Yeah, and when you shift that focus everything changes it's crazy they react so differently like the whole like dynamic changes and then all of a sudden you're like well they then realize it's them too Mm -hmm. so if I think it's me and you think it's you guess what happens to the relationship Mm -hmm. it just gets elevated Mm -hmm. all of a sudden you respect each other more you love each other more you're having more fun you're laughing more all these things that you're like I thought this was dead right you're owning Mm -hmm. your shit yeah but it's not it's alive again because of that and I think the uh, the underlying thing too is like you you feel like if you're quote unquote meant to be it means that everything's gonna be easy (laughs) yeah Totally. Like, oh, this yeah. is my partner. This right, is my this soulmate. Is- so everything's just going to click. And, yeah. you know, I feel like there's some people that can coast along in life and, like, really never not have any of these issues. I just don't think that's really? the majority. Really? I, really, I don't think there I, are. I think they're the ones that we read about in the paper. Probably. That, <laughs> they like, coast along like, for a while. And years. then all of a sudden they killed each other by lighting each other's bed on fire. Like, come on. Let's be honest. <laughs> they just snapped. That's why the show snapped. Is, is exactly. <laughs> oh, like, no. I mean... I just That's think true. this is just reality and people like you said they yeah. don't talk about it so they yeah. think it's not normal yeah. and they're afraid of it and they don't want to be looked bad upon and, yeah. but right, I think it's, there's kind of this really cool change in our society with this sharing media mm-hmm. where people are now able to talk about things that they weren't able to talk about before they were shamed upon and now it's it's almost like oh wow cool you've got something too that makes you normal mm-hmm. and not like put on a pedestal in mm-hmm. some way that's definitely the biggest thing we've learned in this podcast is just that yeah. feeling of like oh my gosh I thought I was the only one yeah yeah and what is I forget who it is but there's a quote that's like friendship is um, looking around and, and basically that it's like friendship is looking around and realize and saying you too I thought it was just me <laughs> And it's like, it's just such a great feeling of anything of having it validated of like, I'm not just totally failing. And as women, I think we need that a lot. Yeah. Yeah. And I think we need that more than men do. Men need fun times and buying new Nikes. But (laughs) yeah, us, we need that validation in a way that I don't know that men do. Yeah. Yeah. It's really interesting. All right. So let's tie up with um, some quick questions about CrossFit since we haven't really touched that at all. Are you still doing some some of the CrossFit? Oh, of course. Okay. Yeah. Um, (laughs) How often are you teaching Method for life. Yeah. Um, haven't found anything else that's more effective. Have you? No. <laughs> yeah. Not so much. Sleeping in yeah. past 5 a.m. Yeah. yeah. Right. <laughs> Getting sleep. Yeah. Yeah. Making sure you're hydrated. Um, I do anywhere between two and four seminars a month. Okay. I do. I teach the level ones and level twos. So I'm, I'm curious too, cause you did the announcements at the, at the, um, mm-hmm. regional. Thank you. Yep. <laughs> She's like my brain fire when I can't think. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> You need a second person on a podcast. Like, you I really, really admire do. people who it's just them. I'm like, how do you get anything out? Yeah. <laughs> how after like 10 minutes are you not like, oh, that's all I have to say. That's all I have to say about that. Could you just keep talking, please? Yeah. Very Forrest Gump. <laughs> I talk a lot about this. Like, we've kind of seen CrossFit from the beginning, mm-hmm. right? Like, it's not really an old sport. It's very new. So is there anything, I guess, too, that you're seeing like with the athletes is like, it's starting to evolve. Like, people are starting to come in and there's going to be like new generations. Is that like... How awesome is that? How awesome is that? Yeah, I think it's just going to get smarter. That's what I think is going to happen. People yeah. are just going to have more information. They're going to have more data. They're going to analyze more data. They're going to figure out how to how to really dissect it and reverse engineer human performance. And that's only going to keep elevating. Yeah, I feel like it's yeah. um, the thing that's fascinating to me is that I I 
grew up with CrossFit when it was like, go, go, go. Just go. Just, just put on a t-shirt and go. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. just go until you puke. So you're not going to win that way anymore. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and I womp feel womp. like it's such a, it's such a beautiful science. Like there's a method to it now. And there's Absolutely. like this craft that you have to train a certain way and you have to program a certain way. And, and I love that there, you have to that, take a food scale with you to restaurants. <laughs> I love that you, that it's really focused more on, on planning, uh, training smarter, not harder, and and planning rest. I do feel like it is my duty to uh, uh, maybe like make it known that that's always been the way it's meant. It's been communicated from good coach. Okay, so if you're talking about but, like the original version of CrossFit, that is the original method. I mean, one of his words and are you know that be impressed by intensity, not volume, and mm-hmm. so many other things that he said out there. But the reality is, is like that. That's not new. It's just that social media took over. It's just that nobody looked at that piece of it before the simplicity of that. Thought, well, that can't work. Right. That's just silly. Yeah. I'm gonna. I'm gonna believe everything else you say except that part. That part sounds like that's ridiculous. Like like with (laughs) you don't know what you're talking about. We're gonna edit that. We're just gonna edit that part. We're gonna eat a lot of food. We're gonna. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. All the carbs. Because I mean, zone is exactly the same thing as macros, but a different precision. Isn't exactly the same thing? So it's like it's just a way of weighing and measuring your food. Let's be honest. Right. It's just a, a data driven way of eating. It's it's all it is. Yeah. I was thinking about that too. It's the yeah. same fucking thing. Yeah. What is it? Eat real food? Eat real food. Most of the time. Yeah. Way measure it. Yeah. That is not <laughs> fucking new. Solved. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, the I doing have, it is new. Yeah. Yeah. The do- <laughs> right. Like, Instagram. Hashtag I I F Y M. Yeah. And now you're talking more about like habit hacks for people, right? Like yeah. why are more people doing it? Well, a couple yes. reasons. One is that it's become easier with technology. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's become a lot easier to figure out. It's a lot easier to, there's, you know, more people helping other people, which when you right. have someone that helps you, things become easier. So yeah, I remember just like printing out the CrossFit journal. What was it? 21 that has the zone mm-hmm. thing, cheat, sheet, cheat sheets in it and like taping it to my fridge. I'm like, that was my macro plan. Totally mine too. Yeah. No, it was yeah. ridiculous. And nobody told me you could have a cheat day. I did the zone straight for six months. Good no for you. cheats. I, I was dumb. <laughs> I didn't know. Nobody told me. I made a five block salad for my husband as his first meal. Oh, that zone. sounds like so exhausting. He was like, Is this like how we're going to eat from now was on? It a whole head of lettuce? <laughs> It'll be so much food. Yeah. And I was like, yes, yeah. yes. And I was so serious. We'll be eating this is three exactly how we're going to eat every night. <laughs> yes. I was, was so a lot of food. genuinely serious I'm about a, it. That's amazing. Wait, wait. Well, the first the cheat meal food. was like the end. Like yeah. that was Six literally the end of that perfection. Yeah. yeah. That's fair, right? You can't sustain that for that long. No, and I think, you know, that's a whole other topic. Like, a lot of the athletes and a lot of the people I talk to, they're looking because what they see in social media is they see what they think is perfection, which is, yeah. we all know, is not. Um, and so what do they do? They try to strive for that, and they have an all-or-nothing attitude. And I think that's the biggest thing I see people struggle with. They they want it all, or they're going to do nothing, and they're just going to, like, fall into the garbage can of donuts. Yeah. yeah, I just, I struggle with that. I struggle with seeing that of, like, mm-hmm. I I've, I saw this with macro counting, where yep. kind of, like, that was the culture and then all these athletes got on to these affiliate programs to do whatever whatever program and it was like is I wonder how it, it just kind of picked up momentum where people mm. were seeing their photos and their progress and I'm like I'm we are really- very much against the before and after photo yeah oh totally mm-hmm. it just I mean I'm all for it for the individual I'm but as far as it being a marketing tool I think yeah. it, it sends the, the wrong message you mm-hmm. know 
And it gives us this interesting self-worth. Like, is that really what is a healthy body? Mm -hmm. Is it? Right. If like this was my, if this is your after and like it's implied that that's better than the the previous version. Right. And it's not only implying that, but like what, you don't have another 50 years of your life. Right. So now this is the only thing you ever have to attain. Yeah. Right. After. Well, that's exhausting. Great. Done. Check that off the list. Like, yeah, it's crazy. I was listening (laughs) to a podcast today, actually, and they were talking about, um, doing dieting like diets don't work and blah 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 but mostly the focus of just trying to eat well to be a healthy person as opposed to trying to eat well to attain a certain physique and I was just like, oh man, that really hit home for me. Even though I've heard that a million times, I was like, oh my gosh. And I think wow. that, Constant, yeah. that we do that so much. Well, I think that weighing and measuring like can be the answer for that. If you're, you know, if like within that healthy person, you're really prioritizing performance and you're really, you know, it's like, I think a lot of people, it's tough to, I mean, we, and you and I talk about this all the time, like with macro counting, we learned so much about portions yes, and like through that was zone, I learned so much about portions. And, um, you know, I think that's like the biggest takeaway is like, what is a portion really supposed to look like? What, t- like what amount of fuel do I really need in my day? But yeah, I don't know if it's really stick to well and then for every person goes to your original question what is your real goal and if we're going to talk professionally you know coupled with what I do with the seminars I started and I haven't really officially launched it but I started a company with a friend Paul Bono Hatch Nutrition where it's all about sustainable nutrition and not about uh, number counting and so it's going to be a habit-based nutrition program that we've been working on for about seven months right now oh that's amazing so in the next couple months hopefully we will be able to launch it and it'll be helping people like hey this is what this is what it looks like without creating an eating disorder yeah Yeah, wouldn't that be nice? There's got to be. Let's just eliminate that piece of it right there that makes you hate yourself. Right. Of the pendulum, you don't have to be at like the binging, eating whatever you want. You don't have to be at the bringing your food scale to the restaurant with you. Well, the the problem that I've seen with the people that I have known over the years that are really great at being super disciplined is that they're also really great at being not disciplined at all. Yeah. And and it's like you said, it's the pendulum. Like they're they're super strict, super disciplined, and then you're like, oh my gosh, like right, they go off the deep end. You have a week of like just eating like cake batter, like. So it's like all or nothing. I think there are a lot of people with that mentality. I deserve this. In my experience with athletes and coaching people, it's and I don't think it's that they deserve it. I don't think they feel it at all. I think they feel very bad about it. And I think Mm -hmm. that in that and there lies the problem. Bad relationship. Definitely. Yeah. So now, now do that over a cycle of ten years. A couple times, no big deal. Come on, let's be real. Who cares? Yeah. Who cares? (laughs) But if you're always all or nothing, if you're always like 100 percent strict, or you're off the deep end, you're creating a pattern that not only is horrible for your metabolism, so it's gonna be way harder to actually reach the goals you have, right? But also like what is this going to do to your mind about food and your right. relationship and with food? And- have you toyed around? Because I know you did zone and you've done, mm-hmm. have you done, you've done probably a lot of different things. Like, is yeah. there something that you that sticks out for you of like, wow, this is, that works better for you for whatever reason? If I, you- it depends on the goal. So if I'm trying to legitimately get to a specific size, like I want to fit into a specific size for some reason. And unfortunately in the line of work that I'm in, I do feel like that's important. If mm-hmm. I don't look the part, then people don't have the same trust in me. Then counting exactly exactly down to grams of macronutrients works very well for that mm-hmm. because I can be very specific and I can shave those five pounds that make me look more like a fitness model than, you know, a fluffy fitness trainer, even mm-hmm. though that's only five pounds, right? <laughs> right. It's ridiculous. Right. However, for lifestyle and for living and for like enjoying my life, it's completely different. And for things that I like give to most of my clients, it's totally different. And if you look at a lot of the research out there with like, what is it that really affects people's health and what's going on with the blue zones in the world where people are having like longevity and, Mm -hmm. you know, we know that real food is a key. Like Mm -hmm. they have to eat real food. We know that that's no, everybody knows that, right? Mm -hmm. There's uh, science around vegetables, which I mean, I'm sorry, I was a vegetarian for for 17 years. I, I definitely was a bit of a hippie for a 
while, but I'm mm-hmm. not anymore. Mm-hmm. That's right. Joy was a vegan. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Mm-hmm. But if you do not eat a lot of vegetables, you are going to be in trouble with your health. Period. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So there's a big concept there, right? Mm-hmm. Like, and so if you could just eat more of them, then don't worry about all the other shit. Just eat more vegetables. Right. Right. And I think the other big one is having like a time limit on your eating, like not eating all day, every day, all the time, like a good uh, restricted like eight to 10 hour window is a really great way to control and help without getting into the nuances of weighing and measuring every meal, controlling quantity. Are you into biohacking? Uh, Yeah. The world of kind of reading about that? Yeah. I love that stuff. Yeah. I find it really fascinating too. And Mm -hmm. I read a lot of research on that stuff and those are the common things that always come up. Mm -hmm. If you're reading stuff about nutrition and health and longevity, those are the things that like everybody's going to keep saying every vegetables and kind of more or less like inter- not intermittent fasting, but like a it's really all about calorie restriction because mm. it's always about restriction, right? right. You're mm-hmm. always going to see. So that's a great way to do it. So it's a hack of calorie mm-hmm. restriction, sure. basically. Got it. Because when do people binge at night? At night. So if you give yourself a window, it prevents that basically. Yeah. yeah. Huh. Okay. I have an unrelated huh. one final question and okay. it might be a big one. Uh-oh. Probably not that big. It's not not deep, but maybe a big big question. I kind of had a big qu- big question too because I wanted to hear Sheree's like take on it. But okay, you, you go, go first because mine is like a pr- it's it's very surface level. Oh. So if yours isn't surface level, well, okay. you go. Can we talk a little bit, really, tonight? <laughs> a little bit? Joy always does this. She's like, wait, okay, just one last question. We're about to ra- wrap up. What's the most traumatic thing that's ever happened to you? I won't, don't worry, <laughs> don't worry. I'm not going to go there. I really want to. I feel like Sherry would be a good sounding board for this. I'm we, listening. We got a comment recently because we did the whole thirty. Oh, cool! We just that's finished awesome. it two days. How'd it go? We feel great. It went great. Awesome. Doesn't my skin look good? You look gorgeous. <laughs> totally gorgeous. It's the glitter. It's all um, the vegetables. It's yeah. all the damn vegetables. It's all the damn vegetables. It's I'm something. telling you. Um, yeah. I had salad for dinner. <laughs> See? I did too. So did I. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's good. I've yeah. always eaten salad for dinner. For those of you listening, I ate salad for dinner when I was seven because I loved it so much. So yeah. I understand that everybody feels that way. And not just because you love ranch dressing? No. My mother would be like, this child, there's something wrong with this child. Like, why does she keep making salads? Yeah. But anyways. But I was talking about this. Um, so we did video diaries. Video. Audio. <laughs> Gosh. I would love that you give video diaries. Who hey. would watch all of those? I like, I know. <laughs> so, so many people. That's why YouTube is a thing. Oh my gosh. Oh, apparently. Yeah. I need to do this vlog. Yeah. You really do. Okay. I would That's watch it. Maybe you guys so, can help me with it. Okay. We'll watch Done. it. Um, and we need to go for some farmer's markets around here because now that you're in town, we'll... Well, I mean, yeah. you probably... You've lived here before, so you know the fun farmer's Yeah, markets. I would tell you where we're going to live, but this is going on a broadcast, yeah, so I'll don't. tell you afterwards. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> And her address some bo- is... Some boys will stalk my husband. It's always yeah. men. Oh. <laughs> I'm not surprised. He's a beautiful man. He's a beautiful man. You would think, like, yeah. it's never women. Like, he always... Men crush always on him. Yeah. Okay. That is amazing. Right. We're going to keep really Probably funny. because they're like... I, the women are like, I'm not up. messing with Sheree. Yeah. I don't think so. I think he's just not, like... He's not the, like... Right. He's yeah. not, like, man's the novel the kind of oh, looking yeah. man. That's yeah. fair. Right. His hair isn't long and Well, now that he's going to be a firefighter. Touche. That's a good point. Yeah. Anyway yeah. Kind of faint. Yeah. Um, okay. So we did audio diaries every day to kind of track our progress and to just give our listeners like a little motivation because we had some people That's doing cool. it with us. So one day I did this audio uh, diary okay. that was talking about this Instagram post where a fitness celebrity posted on her page. She had just done a body comp- uh, competition, like physique. Like fitness physique. And mm-hmm. yeah. she had this like huge ass ice cream sandwich. It was like two cookies, ice cream sandwich, like covered in M&Ms. And it said, I earned this. And I just lost it because I'm like, I don't, I don't really have any issue with like 
treat yourself, but like to put the, you are putting a message. You have hundreds of thousands of followers and to put the message out. And we always talk about like food cannot be a transactional relationship. Like you don't eat, you can't work out and then you don't eat to work out and you don't work out to eat. Yeah. You don't earn your food. You don't earn your food. You have to live to nourish your body. Right. Like, so we, so I said, I was kind of ranting about this. Like, you don't yeah. freaking deserve anything. Like, you eat because you should treat yourself well. And you completely starved yourself to do this physique competition. And I know people do that, but I I, I just don't like those. And I can't imagine anyone doing those, especially a woman. Can you guys hear the passion in her voice? Uh, I can't. She's trying so hard to I'm hold back hard. and not piss people off. I'm trying so hard not to piss people off. Because we know we have physique you competitors who off. listen. You are not doing something right. To our podcast. piss people off. Well, well, what I do want to say is I, I cannot believe I will not take that someone that does that doesn't have an issue with food. I just won't believe it. I think it's really hard to be, I would say, maybe qualify by saying it would be very, very difficult to do that, be that restrictive for that long and not come out on the other side unscathed. Yes. I just can't believe it. Yeah. So, so my point is she's putting this message out with this physique and afterwards saying I earned this more or less publicizing a disordered relationship with food and I really kind of like ranted about that and we had a listener that was like look I do a lot of weightlifting competitions and I go out for like chips and salsa or chips and tacos or whatever and beers afterwards and I feel like I deserve that and are, you're more or less kind of talking shit about me and I was like well okay I'm gonna I talk I mean she was like she was nice very about it, yeah, about but, it. she, but, wasn't, she but, didn't like but, it, it but, but yeah truly like I and I appreciate the I appreciate her like bringing this up because it made me think but I'm like but I still feel like the mindset is not it shouldn't be like you're you're restraining and like restricting your food so and, then you're it, re- so and then you're rewarding yourself with, it. with shit yeah. reframe it does she have an issue with food in your mind yeah so isn't that a cry out about that in some way even if it's not expressed that way what do you mean Okay, so sorry. there's a bee. <laughs> it's fine, Joy. It flew away. Just send love to the bees. Did okay. you ever read The Secret Life bees. of Bees? Really? Just send love to the bees. Okay. Love bees. <gasps> it's like a big wasp. Okay. Are you allergic to bees? No, don't I just don't want to get stung. Because she doesn't want any pain. Because okay. then she'd have to go eat a big Oreo. Yeah. Because she would have earned it. <laughs> yeah. I'd because it's just, a, okay, it's, like, because it's just a pain pleasure relationship is all it is. And so what did she do? She gave herself some pain. <laughs> and so she's looking for the reward of pleasure. It's literally that stupid and, and benign. Okay. That's all it is. Okay. It's a pain-pleasure relationship. And so it's like, I deserve it because I went through the pain. It's like, here's where's my reward? And can you fault somebody for having that reaction? Absolutely not. The only thing that she doesn't have maybe, and they're going to hate me for this one, is the foresight to see how she's going to feel about it in 10 or 20 years. That's hmm. the only thing going wrong there. She's going to feel differently, I guarantee it. And I'm only saying that from my experience of working with clients on nutrition over the last decade. Mm-hmm. Like, I have seen that person in a lot of different faces and they're always coming to me struggling with food they've done it before they've been super strict they don't understand why they can't be anymore and now they're the exact opposite and for me when I see that it's more of a cry for I need some help moderation some balance I don't know where that is I'm on the pendulum right now that's all that is I'm on mm-hmm, the pendulum mm-hmm. and for me it's like more of a my heart sinks a little bit because again like maybe she won't find the other side of it maybe I'm full of shit but in my experience my heart hurts a little bit because I'm like, she's still got a little bit of the groundwork to go through to be content with who she is. And so are you saying that what needs to be worked on is that pain piece that you're not seeking that ple- that pleasure, that reward? 
Because I think there's a, I mean, there's an like, association for her with that relationship and she's got to disassociate, which is exactly what you said. You're yeah. like, you can't have this relationship with food where it's like, I give myself pain, I get pleasure. If pleasure is an Oreo, whatever it is that you love. Right, right. You have to disassociate that relationship. So if you give yourself pain and you need to give yourself pleasure, make it a different pleasure. Yeah, yeah. That's all it is. Right. You change the pleasure. I just think we joke a lot about gross food and I do, I'm like, I don't find it funny. Yeah. I mean, I'm not trying to be all like... Like junk food, you mean? Yeah, I just yeah. think pe- we've, we've turned like don't I think the thing that junk food into like a funny thing. Meanwhile, our parents and our grandparents and loved ones are dying from diabetes, and that's why you don't find it funny. I don't find it funny. You don't find it funny because there's real serious. My mother-in-law has diabetes. Like it's horrible. That's why you don't find it funny. And if your listeners understand that perspective from you, they're not. They're going to see why. You yeah. take a personal stab yeah. from that because I, you're like people are ruining their health. That's why it bothers their health. me. And you know what? To be full disclosure, like I've struggled with it, so mm-hmm. I know how it feels. And I'm also like, I'm on the, I'm, I feel like I'm pretty much on the other side of it, where I'm like, oh man, it's just that's just a horrible way to live. Mm-hmm. And I don't, I especially Claire and I having an audience, we feel very strongly about the things that we say to our community that we want it to be positive we want it to be nourishing and then people who have huge million people platforms that are putting out such shit it's like it's so frustrating I think the thing for it me is. it's like like you know one ice cream sandwich is not going to give you diabetes but no no it's the behavior right yeah, yeah. but I think the other thing that it bother that bothers me about it is more that mentality of like that it, it is putting forward the, the concept that if you want something like that, you have to earn it first. And that like, there is a transaction involved. And I think that's kind of what it comes down to for me is like, that's then putting out and continuing that cycle of like, you have to, you have to put in the pain if you want the pleasure. Right. And like, you otherwise can't. you don't deserve it. Right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Which it's kind of fucked up. Yeah. Really. Like that's you all deserve that to That's just a have, fucked up relationship with food. Yeah. Like we need to be able to enjoy ourselves with food whenever we want to. And we right. need when to be able it. to eat well and nourish our bodies whenever we want to. And yeah. we, we need to find that personal balance that yeah. we are, can accept within ourselves. And when you do create it as a transactional thing, that is when we do start going down these roads mm-hmm. that are these just big yo-yos. Oh, like, crazy. Lose a lot of weight, gain a lot of weight, yeah. lose a lot of weight, gain a lot of Feel good about yourself, feel horrible about yourself. Feel good about yourself, feel horrible about yourself. Mm-hmm. And eventually that that train's going to crash mm-hmm. if you don't yeah. if you don't settle it a little. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay, go. my quick question. It's and then we pretty end. quick and then we got to end. You've been to cutting me off. probably five million CrossFit gyms. I would just I'm estimating. It's here. actually five million in one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Thank you. You were so close. <laughs> so you cl- were I was really, really close. I'm actually so good at that. <laughs> great. I'm a great estimator. Can we take you to Vegas? When I was a kid, I won all like the how many pennies are in this jar games. That's you did not. Awesome. No, I, I just made that up actually. Oh. I didn't. <laughs> That so was excited. really witty to yeah. make up so quickly. <laughs> She's very witty. I, I actually do. Does she go to impromptu classes? Improv yeah. classes? Yeah, that's what they're called. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I feel like I should. No. Um, okay. You would be really good at improv. I, I, would, th- I would crack myself up, though. That's the problem. I'd be like, isn't that hilarious? Why are you guys laughing? That shit was awesome. They'd all be that funny, and they'd be like, I'm funnier. Yeah, I'd be like, I'm going home to make Joy laugh. Yeah, right. She thinks I'm funny. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Um, so I know a lot of our listeners write in about this and we are constantly are kind of giving our opinions and it's definitely very subjective but what do you look for in a good CrossFit gym? If you walk into the doors of an, of an affiliate you've never been at or you drop in at a wad in an affiliate you've never been at how can you tell if you're in a good gym? Well if I have no association with the community or the people the first thing I look at is the programming. Mm-hmm. What do you look for? Uh, I look for balance. I look to make sure that there aren't any like biases in it that they're not doing anything that's trendy at the moment. Um, that it's What's just, trendy? What's What's been trendy? Oh my gosh so many things have been trendy. 
like when uh, we first, when my husband and I first got into CrossFit training, we the trendy thing was hero wads. Oh, like everyone yeah. was overheroing it, right? Yeah. And then for a while, like hero the trend Fridays. was mobility. <laughs> so like all you were doing was rolling out your pec with a little cross ball, but not really working out. Yeah. And then like <laughs> these, these trends just keep happening, right? right? Like right, it, and like those are things you can sprinkle in, but it shouldn't be like every day. Exactly. Yeah. Or just they can be intelligent. Like all of these things are important, which is why right. they become trends. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right there, there needs to be some importance on them. Yeah. yeah. Um, but the fundamentals of are we getting the basics done, and are we getting them done in the big picture over the course of a week? So I'll look at like a week of programming. Mm-hmm. Are those being addressed? Pretty obviously, that tells me that there's some thought process behind the programming, and in that they know what they're doing. That's the, f- the that's the first thing. If I don't give a chance, and and if we're traveling, that's actually how Matt and I usually pick a gym. We pick it by the programming. So if you were to be in a new town, <clears throat> or you are moving, or you're switching gyms for some reason what do you look for every single one of them i kid you not i would that would be in a biking radius because biking to places means a lot to me okay and i would go to every single one of them and i'd go to a class or two at each one of them and i would determine basically who i jived with because it's all about who you jive with yeah is there like anything in particular that you look for or is it just like a gut feel i like fancy things and i say that like meaning i don't really have a lot of fancy things but when i like fancy things like i want i don't want to you know get some sort of a disease when i pick up the barbell like that's, that's what I mean you by fancy. Gym? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. This yeah. is coming from someone who's gotten scarlet fever from a CrossFit gym. What? No fucking joke. What? So where cleanliness is very important to Was me. Was it in this country? No. Okay. I won't name out the gym because yeah. that's Will you name the country? But there no, because I don't think there's a lot of gyms. Will you there. name the continent? <laughs> I'm so concerned. <laughs> no, because I really love okay. this continent okay. and I don't want okay. the whole thing to be clouded sure. with this concept. Sure. Yeah. Um, okay, that's, however, that's, that's I will legit. say that there was fecal matter on the gym floor when we walked <gasps> in to do the seminar. And so that was my introduction to the... to the Human fecal matter? No, but okay. there was still fecal matter. Just uh-huh. checking. Okay. I, I don't think... I, it, I mean, I didn't check. I didn't test it in a okay, lab. Right, right. I'm I don't assuming know. I'm so it fascinated was a, by this an specific animal. example. Yeah. I like, should dive in more. So yeah. regardless, <laughs> my first and foremost is cleanliness. Because I do fever. actually really care. <laughs> and you know, you guys were talking about this before, like... We were talking a little bit about CrossFit gyms, and I'll be honest, like, I want a good community of people I jive with. I want things to be clean. Um, I kind of want a little bit of freedom because I think that only being restricted to doing certain things at certain times is, does not fit into... Like an open gym schedule? Like, yeah, I want a little bit of freedom in there to mm-hmm. where I'm not just pigeonholed into one thing. Right, it's like do with programmed or else. Yep. Okay. And, you know, like now we're talking about pie in the sky. If you've got amenities and I can actually do a cold plunge or a sauna or a few things that also contribute to my recovery like a massage therapist somewhere on site or some sort of practitioner these things now are becoming important to me as well but Basically, it's really I'm all about community if Joy and I were to open a gym how could we how could we get you to come yeah so cold plunge tub check what if we sauna. had a diving check. board from let's like let's all open it together in, infrared sauna in that way we could just build like the Done. ultimate so if you take like a traditional like gym mm-hmm. right that has all the amenities and shiny and stuff and you just rip out all the equipment and you create like an open gym space and you create a class space and then you only bring in the most chill people ever that's my home mm-hmm. that's the place I'd want to be like these people are like they're just living life easy but they're yeah. super strong and badass people yeah just they, friendly and, fit people yeah they care about excellence and everything that they do yeah you know no big deal just everything yeah. I'm just looking for somebody just who everything. cares about excellence all the time and is constantly striving for excellence but they're time. chill and yet are chill <laughs> Okay, so type, type so they could live in Colorado because that is the definition That's of Colorado. Really actually, so Boulder. So, so so your hurry is under forty five, but yeah, exactly. 
but you can back squat 500 pounds. Yeah. All right. Come okay. on in. You are invited. Yeah, totally. But no, I mean, that would, that would be the ideal bench. environment. But if I was legitimately to find one, it would be programming, cleanliness, and people. Okay. So if you are out there looking for a new gym... <laughs> That would be it. That would be it. And I'd, okay. I would visit them all. People ask me that all the time. Have you, do you know of a good gym in this area? And I'm like, dude, man, if I was going somewhere, like unless I'm on vacation, yeah. then, then right, yeah. you can't visit then every just, single one. Yeah, then you yeah. just drop in. Yeah. But if I'm legitimately moving there and I'm going to be part of your community, like every we're, we're going to meet. Yeah. Like we're going to we're gonna get to know each other a little bit before I like join. Yeah. Make sure you bring your A game because Shree only accepts excellence. <laughs> yeah. You have to but be, you got to be chill. <laughs> <laughs> There's a new personality type, type A chill. Type A chill. Type A chill. I mean, yeah. is like that it. not you? to a T, Joy? Totally. I mean, I think you fit in that box very well. Absolutely. Yeah. I do. The literal box of our gym and the, the, <laughs> the metaphorical box. Both. Of Cherie's My perfect world. Perfect, perfect, but, you know, when fine. you're done being a badass, you can, like, go into a sauna. <laughs> oh, yeah. Or a steam room. And, like, yeah. drink some nitro cold brew on top. Yeah. Oh, now, if you're going to add a cafe... <laughs> We get some four sigmatic <laughs> mushroom. New level. Yeah. As long as it. I'm in. Here's the problem I have with cafes and gyms. Auntie they Kombucha. never serve real quality food half the time. They I don't eat. think I've ever been to a gym with a cafe. It's like bars, basically, like a little rack of it's bars. It's like okay, well, I'm going to give you this canned beverage or yeah. whatever, oh, sure. you know, this packaged thing sure. over here and this bar over here, sure. and it's like, well, if you're going to put a cafe in it, make it real food that I can portion. Mm-hmm. And now, now you've hooked me for life, and I'm never leaving. So and if you put now, a farm on top of the roof, oh, we're really living there. So forever. What we need to do, what we need to do. Done. These are great ideas. Okay. I'm building my business plan right now. I have the perfect solution. I'm listening. We have to take Just Be Kitchen. Yes. Have you been there? No. It's where where Mona's used to be by REI. REI. Remember that breakfast place with the yeah, legs? I loved Mona's. It's all, it's now full paleo breakfast and lunch. I mean, I really liked Mona's. I'm sad that's gone. Yeah. But this place She's and the great. owner is the amazing. The owner is so awesome. All She's right, so we're right. going. Go there. Yeah. So we date need night. to just we date just, morning. They're not morning. Shit. Yeah. Date morning. <laughs> We don't really do morning dates. I think morning breakfast dates will make lunch. Incorporate them because breakfast yeah. dates I think are better. Yeah. Okay. They're we'll try. Because nice. then They're you're not nice. like, I kind of want to go to bed. Yeah. <laughs> I know I should want to like stay up and have sex, but really all I want to do is just <laughs> get the check and go to bed. <laughs> Let's be honest. We've all been there. <laughs> of course we have. <laughs> Check, please. It's a pendulum. Yeah. It's yeah. a pendulum. It really is. It, <sighs> but don't forget, it gets better past yeah. 10 years. <laughs> Three more years. Three more years of just wanting to get the check and go to bed. Hang in there, you guys. Just hang in there. Hang in there. The passion comes back. Hold on. It does die, though. Yeah. Yeah. But it comes back. Maybe some sex toys in the meantime. Oh yep. my god! Remember that time my mom recommended a vibrator? That yeah. was the most awkward episode ever. Child, mom, but, mom, though, thanks, mom. right? Yeah, it she's just letting you know it's okay. Effort. Yeah, Sandy brought me a glow in the dark dildo. She did. That's yeah. six to walls. Yeah, six to walls. <laughs> Don't worry about it. I, I, this I mean, what? I'm pretty sure I know what that's for. <laughs> Apparently, you put it on your dryer. <laughs> it has to be the dryer, and when you the, sit on it. While the dryer's going, yeah, yeah. that's the best that's, way. That's interesting. Yeah, I don't know yeah. why you just did that. The drying what a dryer does. Yeah, dryer goes in circles. That's what that's what the finger motion is. Claire just did a finger motion. Yeah. I was oh like, oh no! Sure. All right, we got to so, wrap. Wait, wait, wait. But we're closing dream- with this. Okay, with, with dildos. Dream okay. gym. Here we go. Dream gym. Wait, circle back. Circle back like a dryer. So <laughs> can we can we? do this. Can we bring it back? <laughs> I don't think we can. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, <laughs> no. You got it. Now, now we're dream there. Dream gym is just truly be, a dream gym. Just be. We open up a gym next to the 
to the Just Be Kitchen, and then we have everything. Oh, we and need we right actually there. kick out REI. That would be the no, because we, we have to be a building. We that are big. in REI, <laughs> and and we're just like where the rock wall is now, yes. which is the CrossFit gym, gonna, and we just live in that up, van that's yeah. in the front of REI. That's hilarious. We that's, just set up camp. That's my bed at, at the rock that gym van again. Yeah, and just they'll never know. They'll never, they'll know. never know. It does need to be a building that big, though. Yeah. I mean, you do have to Amazing. have all yeah. of these things. Yeah. Okay. But somehow within that, you need to create small communities. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because people, ex- you get over 120 people and people yeah. stop feeling like they're in a community and things get a little too wild and crazy. And yeah. There's your, your science around like sizes of people that you can affect 120. Right. Right. 120. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So a small 120. All right. 120 minutes. person gym that somehow can, but the cafe is where the revenue comes from. There you go. Mm-hmm. It could be. And the cold mm-hmm. plunge tub. All and the, the IV bar. You could have a full another membership to your recovery services. Yeah. Let's be honest. Like you, could. you could have Norma Tech and all of those types right, of things. Right, like Denver yeah. Recovery Center. Denver Sports Recovery. Yeah. Right, whatever mm-hmm. the place is called. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then you have um, like a whole other just like... I've, just How like many times do you run around trying to go to all different places to get all this shit done? Ridiculous. Every now, day. what if they were in the same spot? Yeah. It would, I would live there. Mm-hmm. I'd never live. And then that's really where you get money is you rent out apartments above it. Now people you, really live there. And then there. there's just a fireman pole that comes down just like drops you right into the door. You are not movies. allowed to take any sort of transportation but the fire pole. Yeah. My, <laughs> Matt, in and out. Matt so Chan. Skill one. Pole Matt Chan one. will give you the introductory <laughs> fire pole course. That sounds, <laughs> that sounds like we're reuniting the passion in my yeah. eyes. I want to see my husband teach a pole climbing class. Oh my gosh. Can you imagine? <laughs> the best part is is he wouldn't take it sexually. He would 100% be literal. Oh, he, he like, would. Put, He'd be like... Place your hand around the shaft. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, babe. I just had to say shaft. I'm so glad I got that in there. We have said a lot of words. <laughs> a lot of words put together right, in a specific really way. A full circle. Yeah. Shree, it's been wonderful. It Thank has you. been. I really... Uh, it's an honor to have been it's called like out to do this. 8.45 at night. We've been here for a while. Like, let's just <laughs> all good. keep going. All right. Thank you so much. Will you come back? Absolutely. This settle into your new house. Yep. And uh, we'll have Matt Can teach us how to slide gym? down a pole. Perfect. <laughs> that would all be right. awesome. That's her up. We won't tell him why. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. Now we're going to get up this pole. Could you teach us how to do that? He'd be like... <gasps>